Hi, I'm Miranda Hale from Canada. And I'm Michelle Curtis from South Africa. And <laughs> is that the tone you're going to use? No. <laughs> and this is the Wanderlust Woman podcast, where two expat moms from different countries discuss living abroad with their families and all the joy and struggles that comes with it. Join us for weekly podcasts where we discuss topics with our fellow wandering women and their fascination with embracing the foreign world around them. In this mini-sode, Michelle and I are going to go through our top 10 reasons why we love living abroad. Do you want to go first? Sure, because I am so good at Googling why I love living abroad. Are you trying to do an American accent? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> no, uh, okay. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be professional. Okay, professional, okay. <laughs> okay, you go first. Okay, What's so, your top 10 reasons why you love living abroad? Are yours so just, are they subject to just Panama or are yours just in general about living abroad? No, so because I'm so intelligent, I what I did was I interviewed my niece and my sister who live in England and then I just presumed that my uh, sister in New Zealand will jump on board mm-hmm. um, because, you know, when you live in a first world country and when you live in a third world country, you appreciate different things. I don't know if you agree with me there because I've only lived abroad in a third world country I have never had the privilege of living in a first world country so my uh, 10 things of living abroad is going to be different to yours mm-hmm. great okay okay so as far as my sister is concerned who lives in England she just is so grateful for the architecture and the clothes that she is um, exposed to um, so like fashion or fashion. like or like yeah. just the availability of being able to go shopping no, I think the availability of going of going shopping as well as the uh, the fashion because she's has a very high profile job so she wears um, all fancy name brands and whatnot mm-hmm. but um yeah so she she carried on about the clothes and then the architecture and then I started laughing because um, I live in I've lived in Africa in a few countries in Africa and then I've lived in Panama and um, I'm sorry but architecture is just not a thing you know when you see one mud mud hut after another I mean like come on you know like maybe somebody got a round roof and somebody got a square roof yeah in Africa you mean yeah that's in Africa no no no, no, that's in Africa you know um and then in Panama architecture for me is just like um non-existent I I don't think it's great but having said that um I've only lived third world so you've lived first world so you've seen more architecture than yeah me. I mean I think Panama Casco Viejo I think has beautiful architecture and I think right now they're fixing up a lot of the old buildings and they're doing it in a tasteful way where they're trying to preserve the old look and yeah I think I think they're doing a good job and also there's that building downtown Panama City that looks like that rotating we call it the Lego Tower I'm not sure what it, what the name of it is but it's um I should google it here and find out what it is but it's the green I mean, building you know, yeah the yeah. building that it you know rotates it looks like it rotates around when you're when you're driving when you're driving through it's called the I think it's called the canopy tower now that I did my oh no it's the F and F tower so the F and F tower if you google that you can see this tower in Panama and it's it is it is super cool. It's really cool. It looks like like a twisted screw. I think that's pretty cool. I wonder what so. F and F stands for. The Fast and Furious Tower. Fast and the Furious Tower. F and F. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it 
it's called the F, F Tower. Mm. Google can only tell me so much. I mean, give me a break here. <laughs> okay, so you know, in terms of buildings, like I was just thinking of like old buildings and um, I don't know. I haven't really noticed the architecture. I'll be honest. Close. Yeah, L, yeah, L F and F Tower, formerly the Revolution Tower. Okay. Oh man, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Fashion here is is yeah non-existent. You know, so when my sister said fashion, I started laughing and I said, so please can you think out the box? Because if I have to wear another pair of shorts and t-shirt or pick out a new bathing suit, um, I'm sorry, I'm just like so over my wardrobe at the moment. And it's because of the heat where she could have like a scarf or a jacket or a parka or a, a new beanie or whatever, you know, because they have seasons. We don't have seasons. So... Right. So yeah, that's great. Of course. Yeah. So living abroad, one of the is the fashion and then the agriculture for sure. I can see that even it being something different than where than where you're from, for sure. That would be definitely a draw for living abroad. Not the agriculture, the architecture. Oh, sorry, the architecture. I don't like you saying agriculture. <laughs> hey, I'm an Alberta girl. I'm from the prairies. There's a lot of agriculture. <laughs> it's in my vocabulary. Architecture. <laughs> okay, but you know, when I was thinking, you get to meet people that you wouldn't meet in your comfort zone at home. So you get to broaden your horizons. You get to appreciate um, different types of personalities, different types of people. You get to learn more about yourself. You get to become resilient. You become you become more patient. Although I haven't, I'll be honest, I have not. But, um, you know, it's just when you you move out of the familiar and you have to uh, start integrating with all different things, different cultures, different foods. You, you start to appreciate life a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you agree with me on that? Because uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with it. It totally takes you out of your comfort zone. And it's, you know, you have a choice where you can adapt to the way another culture or lifestyle lives, or you can have the choice to fight it and if you fight it it's not going to be enjoyable for you but I definitely think it's a positive of living abroad that you're sort of forced into accepting another culture and slowing down and realizing you know if someone says they're going to be there at three o'clock they're probably going to be there at 4 30 because life runs a little bit slower and that's not always a bad thing you know you adjust to other cultures and yeah I think that's definitely a benefit of living abroad yeah that's definitely become a learning curve for me is um when people say they're going to be there at 10 o'clock and then they arrived at half past 10, 11. I just, I can't deal with stuff like that, but I've had to learn. So I've become patient and resilient. Mm-hmm. Mm. I like that. And I've, I've developed a social skill in terms of when they do arrive by not attacking them and saying, what the fuck? Instead, mm-hmm. I say, hey, is everything all right? Glad you made yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so a sideways fuck you <laughs> but you know what you know what's a great thing is when you work abroad not that I work well, I do work I'm a mom I, I do all the work I don't get paid we for do it. the we do the hardest job in the world yeah so I don't I don't have to pay taxes because I'm mom but your taxes are low Oh, oh, we pay taxes, but yeah, I got you. <laughs> In other ways. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, think about it. When you're working abroad, there are some countries that are that have low taxes or zero taxes for expats. Your, mm-hmm. You know, when you earn the um, American dollar or the pound um, coming out of South Africa, 
you living the life you you are earning triple the amount of what you would earn in South Africa so you you kind of have this different kind of lifestyle um and then I love that that I love that this is one of your points because it's completely opposite of what I'm you know what my 10 points are going to be and I love that you touch on that and you're totally right. I mean, can anyone say offshore bank account? I mean, we've all seen the movie about the Panama Papers. I mean, there's people that come here to do that where they don't want to pay the taxes or they want to make money in the American in the American dollar or whatever currency that you want you know to work in or where you want to put your money. For sure. I mean, you you choose what you want to spend your tax dollars on and by leaving your country if you're not going to spend your tax dollars in the country that you're living in and take advantage of all those first world amenities then you're going to leave for a third world country where you're going to you know not pay those taxes but you're also not going to reap the benefits of the you know what you're getting from the taxes but yeah that's an excellent yeah. point yeah no absolutely and then um you know your your job opportunities are um are more you because you learn so more you learn a, a different language so then you can add that to your cv you can add the fact that you've lived in three different countries you can add the fact that you um are more worldly than most people who actually choose to live in their own little town for the rest of their lives you know and everybody has choices i get that and um, we made the choice to live here we made the choice to live abroad um it's it's it has its pros its pros and cons but I would say if you look at a, a broader spe- spectrum, um, it has more pros than cons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, yeah. yeah. What are your 10 things? Okay. Mine sounds so trivial now compared to yours. <clears throat> oh, wow. So mine are going to be a lot weather related because I come from a very agricultural <laughs> landlocked <laughs> So glad. I'm going to get you In to Canada. spell that word next. I can spell agriculture. I mean, we did it all through grade school. (laughs) (laughs) The word of the week. (laughs) Um, No, seriously, much love farmers. But so mine are going to be a lot weather related because when we chose to live this lifestyle, our number one reason was because we wanted to live somewhere where we didn't feel the need to vacation from and being Canadian our idea of vacationing is going somewhere warm and tropical getting away from the snow so number one hands down for me coming from Canada is weather I love being able to just walk outside in the morning I remember for the longest time when we would get up in the middle of the night to let the dog out to go to the bathroom we would walk outside and it would still shock us that it was warm outside in the middle of the night because it's just we're just not used to that. So being able to go outside any time day or night and not have to bundle up. Bundle up is a very winter world word. Chris hates it when I used to say bundle up because it just means cold. <laughs> so you'd have to bundle up. We even used to have to wear snow suits underneath our Halloween costumes because it was so cold. I love not having to wear big heavy boots and big heavy socks all the time. You just slap on some flip-flops. I love not having to pre-start my car in the morning before I have to leave to go anywhere. We would put um automated starters on our cars, start them a half hour before we left, so the car would defrost so you could even sit inside the car. That's how cold it was. You could get in your car and you could see your breath. Oh, wow. I love being able to just walk out to my car, get in and start the car. I I love that. Not having to scrape the window or shovel the snow off of the window. Um not having to plug the car battery in overnight because the battery would freeze and it wouldn't work. 
I'm glad I don't have that constant runny nose that everyone has when you live in cold weather. <laughs> um, I love that in the spring, we don't have to deal with the melting snow and the big mucky mess everywhere. Not having to shovel driveways. Again, this is a lot snow related. This is only my number one is the weather, by the way. <laughs> I love how in the winter, I don't have to cover the inside of the windows of my house in plastic so that the freezing cold weather doesn't come in and my heating bill is cranked up. <laughs> wait, and wait, I like waking. Wait, yeah? wait, stop for a minute. What do you mean cover your windows yeah. in plastic? Okay. So what you'd have to do is inside your house, so you know how your windows a little bit of air comes through them right they're not completely sealed yeah it'd be so cold outside that the cold air would be creeping into your house which would make the furnace which is what is the heat comes from mm -hmm. it would make the furnace work overtime because all the cold air was coming in through your window so you wouldn't want the heat to escape or the cold to come in so you would go to the hardware store and you'd buy a kit and it would have double-sided tape that you'd put around your window trim and then you'd put on like a sheet of plastic to the double-sided tape around the window and then you would hold a blow dryer up to the plastic and it would pull the plastic tight so you couldn't see the plastic on the window on the inside because it was pulled so tight just if you touched it it would be like tight plastic but that would keep the heat in and the cold air out and then, so I used to have to do that. And then in the summer season, you just you put just it off the window. Pull it off. Okay. Yeah, you just pulled the plastic off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Joy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I love wake. I remember when we were about to move to somewhere warm, I told myself I am never waking up when it's dark out in the morning ever again. I'm waking up with the sun. Because we used to wake up and it was dark until nine o'clock in the morning. Wow. And then it would get dark. It would get dark again at 3.30 in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. So I love that it's sunny here in the morning and I get to wake up. Your, day, to your days are short the there sun. and they're longer here. Yeah, we used to buy lights that you put in the bedroom that you would turn on to actually mimic daylight and, For real? and suns. Oh, wow. Yeah, because cause people get seasonal depression. Yeah, like yeah. It's, yeah, it's sad. I remember. Okay, number two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, go what? No, when my sister lived in Switzerland, they all had to take vitamin D tablets yeah. because of uh, not not having yeah, enough. You're vitamin T deficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Number two is I love the vegetation and the ecosystem of living where we live in this beautiful this beautiful climate. Um, when we used to travel, I used to stare out the window and say, "As soon as I see a palm tree, my vacation begins." And now. Every day I look out the window and I look at a palm tree and I think every day my vacation begins, you know? And I love how the world is so alive when there's beautiful weather all the time. Like you sit outside and there's birds and monkeys in the trees and there's just animals and life all around you. As we're in the cold winter, it was so quiet and dead, you know? Everything was like dead, frozen or hibernating. I love that everything's always alive here. I love all the various um, animals living off the land. I love everything's always alive and growing. Um, I love staring out at the ocean and it makes me feel like I'm so small and insignificant with my problems in this vast world when you look out on the ocean and realize all the beauty and how big the world is. I love that. Uh, my third is of course new cultural experience for us and our children. I love being exposed to new languages and new customs. I love that feeling of adventure. Where do we go now? What could be better than this? It can only get better. I love 
you know, going to different places and trying new food. I love going into, you know, looking at different real estate and seeing how people live, like people, how, how they really live, the layouts of their house, how many kitchens they have in their house. Uh, you know. Oh, in Panama, how many outside kitchens? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like it's, it's so cool. And I, how many toilets, um, how many toilets? That's, that's a very important yeah. part. How many people live in this house? Like, is it mostly outdoor living? And, you know, it's interesting. You drive around Panama where it's beautiful and warm and it's a Spanish culture. So it's a little more laid back. And an activity for people is just sitting outside, just sitting outside and just looking around outside. Never in North America would I drive by neighborhoods and just see people sitting outside. People are always doing something. Here, it's you just sit and you just be. I love that. Um, my next is telling people you live somewhere. It, that's different I mean it's that's cool being able to tell people like oh I live in Panama I'm sure even like family or friends think it's cool to say I have a friend who lives in Panama um I think it's cool to say my husband has lived in Japan and Spain and Tokyo and now we live in Panama I think it's I don't know it's kind of like a badge of honor it's cool when you tell people yep but you know we've lived here the past couple of years and then the question is going to be but but where are you really from <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it just makes you feel you feel interesting no, you know cool. I'm not saying that people who don't live abroad or don't travel aren't interesting but just automatically you just feel in, in, like an interesting person so, no absolutely um I love yeah I love meeting new people from all different countries no matter where you live abroad if you're around other expats you're going to meet people from other countries so while you are immersed in the country that you're living in and the culture you're living in I mean, right now I have one neighbor on one side of me that's Australian. I have one on the other side that's British. I have one across the street that's South African, but yet we're living in Panama. So that's super cool. Yeah, diverse culture, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love um, the feeling of accomplishment for daily tasks. Like I got gas today by myself, <laughs> you know? I don't speak the language. The conversion rate may be different. The gas pumping is at the different side. Do you pay before you pump or do you pay after you pump? Just the little things that you do by yourself. I check the air in the tires. I ask the guy to check the oil. And I don't know, it's just kind of an accomplishment in a different country where you don't speak the language and things are different, cultures are different. Um, you know, I set up the internet. I booked the insect control guy. Things that seem like mediocre tasks in your home country, when you're doing it abroad, it's I mean it's a big accomplishment to celebrate <laughs> and when you're doing it in um, a different language it's a hell of an mm, accomplishment 100% 100% um, I love feeling more connected as a family I think living like this it can either strengthen you or it can destroy you but ultimately it's you against the world and you arrive with you know your little family in a completely different country and you need to learn all over again you're seeing everything out of fresh eyes you know you're seeing the world out of your children's eyes you're seeing the world out of your husband's eyes everything is new to you as a family and it's an experience that you'll always have together as a family um i've mentioned this but the slow down life in other cultures i love that it's not such a rat race um, i also love that there's not as much focus on different body standards in certain countries as there is in, for example, North America, I remember coming to Panama and seeing advertisements of women breastfeeding and thinking in America, people would be like, oh, cover up. And it's awful. But at the time I was breastfeeding and I loved that I could just 
breastfeed wherever I wanted to. And there was advertisements of women breastfeeding, advertisements of women of different body sizes and shapes in different cultures. And that's celebrated. And even there's, um, there's even billboards. And I remember just jumping in there for a minute. I remember sitting on the beach when we first arrived and seeing women in bikinis with like oversized bellies or, you know, like playing with their kids and just living in the moment. And nobody enjoying yeah, life. Nobody judged them. Maybe I did in the beginning, mm-hmm. but you know now I, I walk on yeah. the beach in my my full costume, not my bikini, my full costume, <laughs> and <laughs> and I, I sort of feel comfortable with myself because I know no one no one cares. Maybe it's because I'm 46. I know. <laughs> yeah, you just stop here. <laughs> but no, it's it's true. There's different like they're if they're not held to the body standards no, that no, we no. are in, you know, for example, North America. I remember taking screenshots on my cell phone of advertisements that would come up once we were in Panama and sending them back to friends at home saying, Look how amazing it is that women normal women are represented in these fashion advertisements. Yeah. Like, just amazing. Um, I love having being able to have like um, help for your home and being able to ask for help so like in North America we don't have cleaning ladies and nannies and we don't have that it's almost like if you have that you are better than everyone else or oh you can you have these people help you you can't do it by yourself there's this big standard in North America that we do it all ourselves I love here that it's more of a village mentality you know a whole generational families help raise children and live in under the same roof everyone has you know a, a cleaning person or um, a, someone who takes care of your lawn or your pool or nannies I love that and that's not something that I was used to in North America it's definitely a privilege um, for me here being in another country and then I always talk about this but number one would be not feeling the need to take a conventional vacation from my life and I've created a life that I don't need to vacation from and I love that and everyone can have that if they want to and it's for me the top thing about living abroad. I suppose I could have that if I wanted to but I like going on vacation so no. Yeah you guys go skiing like you go back you pay money to go back to the cold where I paid money to escape from. (laughs) But I I wanted to also add uh, my last thing that I had yeah was when you go back home, you will always have so many interesting stories to tell because you've lived outside of the box. Hey, mm-hmm. don't you? Yeah. Don't you agree? I, I think that's yeah. you know, like it's not that you're going to be the bell of the ball or the talk at the table, but you will have a vaster knowledge of, say, somebody that has not left their hometown. And I think that's great, you know, especially for our children growing up like this and our husbands, um, you know, working in different environments with different cultures, different people. It's it's good. Yeah. It's good for... Yeah. Song. And you mentioned their their resume. What did you call it? A CV? Yo, in South Africa, we call it a curriculum vita, which is a CV. But it's a, wow. a the, the proper word is probably a resume resume but it's I mean when you have on your resume that you've worked and lived in these other countries and that you speak other languages like you mentioned it's it's definitely a bonus so yeah great did you go did you cover your 10 your top 10 your top 10 yeah I actually probably have like 20 here but um I just I went over all of them but then I also um 
you know me when I tell a story I go in and out and roundabout and I don't get to the point so we all do I, I think we got our point across yeah. and I hope everyone enjoyed this mini-sode please um you know thank you for tuning in please rate review and subscribe on Spotify Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts follow us on Instagram wanderlust woman podcast and comment or ask questions regarding this episode we'll catch you guys next week ciao